Welcome back to the 5-Minute Bible Lesson. Today we are going to try to tackle, within 5 minutes, the topic of repentance. Now, this is a huge conversation that can't really easily be tackled in 5 minutes. But, we're going to try our best. So in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. As we've talked about throughout this week, baptism and repentance is a part of the salvation process. Absolutely, right? But how does repentance fit into the salvation process? We're going to focus just on the example of Acts chapter 2 today because I think it really hones it in. So what exactly was going on in the direct context? Well, Peter stands before the people of Jerusalem, and he says in the power of the Holy Spirit, Hey, you guys, you missed the ball. Jesus is our Savior and our Lord, and you guys rejected him, and you guys crucified him, and you need to repent. So, what exactly do we need to repent of in regards to the salvation process? You might be sitting there saying, Oh, well that means nothing to me because I didn't put the nails in Jesus' hand. I didn't reject him. I didn't crucify him. But the thing is, yes, you absolutely did. And so did I. And so did Peter. All of us crucified Jesus. Why did Jesus go to the cross? We know he paid the debt of our sins. So that means our sin, which every single one of us have committed, is what put Jesus on the cross. You might not have driven the nail in his hand physically, but spiritually you did, because our sins are what put Jesus on the cross. And so when Peter says, in regards to the salvation process of Acts chapter 2, verse 38, he says, repent and be baptized, and we know in order to be saved, what is he saying we need to repent of? We need to repent of our rejection of Jesus a rebellion of God, and putting Jesus on the cross. You might say, well, I, I haven't rejected Jesus. Well, anybody outside of the body of Christ absolutely lives in a rejection of Jesus. When you claim you don't need the Bible and that you don't need church and you don't need the Lord and you're doing life your own way, whether you claim to believe Jesus or not, if you aren't living the spiritual life and acceptance of the born-again lifestyle of the gospel, you're rejecting Jesus. And you're rebelling against God. You're rebelling when you don't stick to his word and his commands and obey the Lord and his counsel and, well, his wisdom. And so you've rejected Jesus, you're rebelling against God, and you have crucified Jesus because our very sins have put Jesus on the cross. So, in order to be saved, what is it we need to repent of? We need to repent of our sins, right? A lot of people will say repentance of sin is not necessary to the salvation process. My apologies, again, for the nursery rhymes in the background. I hope that's not hindering you at home. But the thing is, repentance of sin is a part of the salvation process. Why? Because our very sin, or sins, is what put Jesus on the cross. So when you're at home by yourself and you're looking at pornography, you've put Jesus on the cross. When you murder a man, or steal, or lie, or lust, or whatever your flavor of choice is, you have put Jesus on the cross. And we need to repent of our sins. We need to Acknowledge that we are sinners before the Lord and be baptized for the forgiveness of our sins, washing away of our sins, and then continuing to live a lifestyle of turning away from our sins. Jesus says we need to be born again. What does that mean? That means that when we come out of the waters of baptism, we can't just continue to indulge in our sins. We need to live a life of repentance. And you might think, like me, you might have lied awake at night panicked, like, oh my word, have I repented enough? Have I truly turned away from my sins enough? Do I need to repent more? What am I, am I enough? But the thing is, John reminds us in 1 John that 
I write these things to you that if that you may not sin. But if you do, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ is the, our advocate with the Father, the propitiation of our sins. But, John also says, if we confess our sins to the Lord, he is just and merciful and to cleanse us of our sins or forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, we know that our sins have been washed away on the cross or through baptism by the events on the cross. Our sin has been dealt with. And if we do stumble in sin, you might screw up royally today or you might sin a little today. You sin every day. We have the advocate with the Father. We confess our sins and have mercy that, and have knowledge and confidence in the Lord's mercy to forgive us of our sins. And there's no way we could ever confess all of our sins to the Lord. There's sins I'm probably committing right now that I'm ignorant of because of God's holy righteous standard. But we know that we are to live a life of repentance. So instead of being that man that used to stare at pornography every day, you fight those urges and you turn away from it. And you might have a day that you struggle and fall into that, but you continue to confess that sin to the Lord and continue to work hard to turn away from those sins because you love God and accept Him. And you don't want to continue to live in the lifestyle that put Jesus on the cross. If you're somebody that gossips or likes to slander others, again, you're going to struggle at times and you're going to slip into it. That's just the way we are. But we are to continue to acknowledge it before the Lord and do our best to turn away from it, utilizing the power of the Holy Spirit. That's repentance, and it's a part of the salvation process. We see it throughout the whole Bible. Many times, if not in every book, the Lord says, repent, 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 repent. And so, as fun as it may sound, we got to turn from our sinful ways. But if we sit, and forgive me for going over time, if we lie awake at night questioning, have I repented enough, it can become a faith issue. Now, there is conviction of the Holy Spirit. If you feel your heart is saying you haven't repented enough, then maybe you're experiencing the conviction of the Holy Spirit and should repent. But it can become a faith issue at times if we lie awake at night wondering if we're good enough for God because now we've taken salvation from the cross and put it into our own righteousness. As Paul said, did you receive salvation by works of the law? If you did, then Jesus died for no purpose. You see, Jesus is the only way we can be saved. Only by the grace of God are any of us getting into heaven. And because of that revelation, that is why we continue to live every day in repentance. And when we stumble and fall, we look back to the cross, remembering that our sins have been washed away and that we have been forgiven. And when you come to peace with that and joy in that revelation, then and only then can we live in true repentance. Yes, repentance is a part of being saved. We are to repent 100%, right? But we also repent because we've been saved. We turn away from our sins every single day because of God's grace and mercy. Not necessarily to earn God's grace and mercy, because if we had to be perfect in repentance, that's a battle we're never going to win. But it's every single day doing our best to turn away from the filth that put Jesus on the cross. Another wonderful thing I want to add to this, golly, it's the 10-minute Bible lesson. <laughs> Another thing I want to add at the end of this is we turn away from our sins every day not only to please the Lord, but also because God's wisdom is perfect. Why shouldn't you go on those naughty sites anymore and look at porn? It's because a righteous relationship with a spouse is so much better. Why shouldn't you hate your neighbor or slander them? Because a loving relationship with your neighbor is so much better. The thing is, we turn away from our sins because of God's wisdom. We know that God's ways are substantially better and perfect and eternally satisfying. And so, although sin may be fun, 
in the temporary time, I would lie if I said sin wasn't fun. The reason we stumble into it is because it's fun, right? I mean, you like doing those nasty things. We all do. But when we turn away from those things, we get to truly have eternal satisfaction with the Lord and joy in our lives. Turning away from the sin and embracing God's perfect, righteous way and enjoying his wisdom. And so, yes, we should turn from our sins to please the Lord. We should turn from our sins to honor the salvation that has been given to us and honor the cross and what Jesus has done on the cross for us. We should also turn from our sins because it's simply wise. You want to have a wonderful life full of joy? Turn away from the nasty things that are destroying your life, such as drugs, alcohol, sex outside of marriage, slander, hate, envy, adultery, lust, murder, stealing, coveting, all the evil stuff. Again, thank you for listening to the 10-minute Bible lesson, and enjoy your Friday.